0: Welcome to the vRealize Automation Ask an Expert podcast, helping you integrate, streamline and modernize your digital infrastructure hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the ask an expert podcast I'm your host my name is Jimmy chunga I I, get, I keep telling you every episode I'll explain the name later and once again I'll explain the name later we, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today and I'm joined by uh by my good friend Chris McClanahan uh if you've if you've not heard the other ask an expert podcast again this is this is episode number four I would encourage you because we have a bit of a flow to this sort of thing I would encourage you to go back and listen to the other podcast podcasts so that you don't feel like you're jumping onto a moving train, Uh, just so that you have some context of what we're talking about here, because there is a bit of a flow here. And I can also ask, because we talked about it briefly in episode number three, Chris has been promoted. And so I have to catch up with you, Chris. How's the promotion going? How's, how's your going- newfound uh, authority going?
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know how much authority that I have, but it's good. It's good. And, and, and you know, I get on a call and I, you know what it always reminds me of? Uh, hmm. um, I think it's Caddyshack where all the doctors get together. And, and, and instead, I want to sit there and go, director, 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 <laughs> doctor, director. <laughs> doctor, doctor, <laughs> uh, yeah. doctor. doctor. I'm just waiting for the right meeting to be able to do that. So uh, and just and see how many people catch it
0: or not. <laughs> oh, that, that, that would be brilliant. That I would love to see that. Make sure, make sure I'm there. I will be the only non doctor, but that would be <laughs> yeah, that would be fun to see. So uh, in this in this episode, uh, again, because there is a flow, this is episode number four. We're talking about utilizing public cloud services with VMware Cloud and vRealize. Automation. Now we talked about different things: uh, pipelines, infrastructure pipelines. We talked about blue-green deployment with Kubernetes, and and all of this kind of ties in, right, Chris? So, uh, so maybe to catch people up, if they if they're not going to take my sage advice, uh, maybe we should just start with what is VM Cloud? What is VMware Cloud? Excuse me.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and so, VMware Cloud is. It, it, Obviously, there's been VMware on premises for a while with vSphere mm-hmm. and vCenter and all that stuff. And, sure. and basically, you know, there was a an ask by our customers, and this is several years ago. Uh, that they're like, you know, we want to utilize public cloud, um, but we're not really sure how to get there. And then, you know, somebody uh, smarter than me at VMware <laughs> thought up the great idea of, hey, why don't we just move all of the capabilities of vSphere and ESX and all that into the public cloud spaces. And Mm -hmm. so then the first one that came up was obviously uh, VMware on AWS. Uh, right. Which we call VMC on AWS, and then now there's a plethora of them uh, that have cropped up. Uh, one in Oracle, so there's uh, VMware, yeah, Azure, in I Oracle. think right. yeah, yeah, Azure's got one, obviously, and, and Google's got one as well, and mm-hmm. and we're partnering with all of these public clouds to basically create the VMware cloud, and so you know, yeah, so so that's really what it is, and you know, you take your your private cloud and and, and kind of uplift it and drop it into one of the public cloud providers. And uh, you, you've extended yourself into the
0: VMware cloud there. You know, for, for so many people though, learned people, uh, it's still kind of a big squiggly alien that is nebulous and, and hard to understand, which I guess is understandable to a certain to a certain extent. So why don't we just cover this, the advantages of automating public cloud services with with VMware cloud service? What are the advantages there for people who may not know?
1: Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, I, people want to make the transition to public cloud, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't really know how to do it. And it's very hard to go from one, you know, Hey, I've gotten all my processes and everything on my on-premises environment. I know what I'm doing there. I'm comfortable. Yeah. Now I've got this new public cloud beast and there's multiple public clouds and you just really don't know how to get started. And, and just, you know, hard shifting over to that is is very difficult for a lot of companies. So, what the VMware cloud provides is the ability to have, you know, that VMware feel, right? The, those mm-hmm. Take those processes you've been doing in on-premises and mm-hmm. then utilize them in that public cloud. And, and and that really is kind of like that first step into mm-hmm. getting you into the public cloud space. And obviously, you know, you can check the box. Yep. We're in the public cloud, uh, but then it starts to open up a lot of advantages uh, to extend, Extending your capabilities for your environment. Oh, like um, yeah, like scalability.
0: Th- I mean, there's a bunch yeah. of advantages, right?
1: Absolutely. And and you know what? You don't have to patch anymore. Oh, and you know, if, if oh, you're hey. listening and you're you're an administrator, you know what a pain in the butt that is, right? Right, so sure, sure, sure. One, it, one advantage to it altogether is that part um you know and then you know obviously you know the just the the back end support and all that but you know it's really just taking that next step in an evolution of of modernizing your infrastructure
0: yeah you 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 got you've got more tools that you can use faster at a much larger mm-hmm. scale i mean if we we're, we're breaking it down to the most simple possible terms right
1: y- yeah absolutely and, and you know again i think yeah, uh, you'll see a couple videos that uh, my my good uh, team member Francisco does, where he mm-hmm. combines you know some of those vSphere objects uh, right. and some of these public and some of these VMware clouds and with some public cloud services like RDS or S3 buckets or or SQL and and things like that. So right. there's some advantage to to definitely making that modernization modernization transfer.
0: Yeah, Francisco and his cat. That are, that are yeah. in the videos, which are great. So that that video series, by the way, is called uh, it's called vRealize Feature Focus, and you can locate it right on the VMware products page, and it's super easy to find. And I highly recommend everybody check it out because it it works right alongside this podcast. Uh, I, I, thanks for the plug, there, Chris. I'm glad you uh, you remember to do that. So uh, so VMware Cloud, how does this run alongside vRealize Automation? How does this how does this all function together?
1: Yeah, definitely. No, oh, great. So really, obviously with Vue Realize Automation, we want to create a, a single control plane. Right. Mm -hmm. Where you can you can orchestrate your on-premises environment, obviously orchestrate this new VMware cloud environments Mm -hmm. in the different public clouds and then utilize those public cloud services that are localized to the specific cloud that you're on. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you can take all of those processes that you're familiar with because you're comfortable with vSphere and, and how to operate with vSphere through VRA and then start to expand that focus and say, hey, you know what, I want to use RDS because RDS Mm -hmm. is a great feature from AWS, or I want to use the SQL service from Azure, right? And so now I can start to incorporate these processes. So, you know, like I said before, I was on-premises, then I went to the VMware Cloud, And now because I'm in a public cloud space, I can start to utilize those uh, advanced services from that public cloud to really enhance my, uh, you know, ability to meet the business needs. So realize automation is what brings all of that together and cr- creates that cloud operating model. And I think what we'll do in the notes is there's a great blog that uh, one of our peers wrote, Tobias and Mandy, um, around the, the cloud operating model and really what that is. And, and that's really the driver, right? I want a single mm-hmm. operating model and I can do that through v realize automation.
0: Yeah, I think we've had Mandy actually do a video for us as well. So uh, you're yep. very knowledgeable, she's an absolute authority there, and, and we we'll definitely put that in the show notes as well. So, I know this is going to come up, Chris. I, I know that, um, in fact, I'm surprised that that uh, that I haven't brought it up before now, and that's securing deployments because that's such a priority. That's such a big deal. So, does using VRA, uh, does that provide ways to secure deployments into, the, into VMware Cloud? Does that happen? Explain that for me.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Security is becoming a big factor in everything that we do from an automation mm-hmm. perspective, right? It, it You can't really deploy something unless you've secured it as well, or all you're doing is deploying risk, right? And so we don't yeah. want to do that. So absolutely, there's a couple things that that come to bear when you use VRA uh, with uh, VMware cloud services and just public clouds, right? right? First, you know, obviously with the addition of SaltStack, right? We have SaltStack SecOps, and I know you and I have talked about doing a, a, a session on SecOps, which we'll we'll definitely do soon, but that in itself we can do vulnerability scanning and compliance scanning and things like that against the virtual machines that are being deployed out in the VMware cloud. And then mm-hmm. let's say you're using an RDS service or an Azure SQL service and things like that. We can couple that with cloud health secure state and look at any vulnerabilities from the public cloud objects as well. So when you combine those two things together and you're using a VMware cloud service through vSphere in you know, one of the public clouds, and then you're utilizing those native public cloud services. Together, we can secure both of those object types, you know, through SecOps and Secure State, and then drive it through things like pipelines. You, know, you talked about our last uh, uh, right, session; right. we talked a lot about the pipelines and things. And so now I can deliver these infrastructure as code templates that include VMware Cloud Services as well as public cloud services, and mm-hmm. scan those and do any kind of vulnerability and remediation before delivering that, so we reduce risk and, and all that good stuff before it ever gets to the uh, production floor,
0: right and back in the day this is a process for for some i mean it depends on the size of your infrastructure but for some this was a process that would take perhaps days maybe even weeks right oh and, weeks yeah, absolutely. yeah weeks right and we can do it much much faster sometimes within minutes or seconds depending
1: yeah absolutely i mean this is what automation is all about, right? And mm-hmm. this VRA provides that capability of taking what literally used to take weeks. And even in, in a lot of times, they just bypass security altogether. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. And they uh, really never did. But, right. you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. But but now we're, by incorporating all this stuff into the delivery pipeline, uh, you know, we're securing it right out of the gate. And then, you know, we, we know we're going to go out with something that's uh, uh, secured and governed.
0: Okay. All right. Now uh, the next big question, kind of the, uh, the elephant in every room, it's, it's costing, you know, cost. Yeah. So, so how does VRA handle cost control with VMware cloud with, with uh, public cloud services, et cetera? Yeah,
1: definitely. So, Kind of the same story as security almost except for instead of um uh saltstack secops right mm-hmm. and, and Secure state from cloud health we're going to we're going to integrate with vrealize operations right um okay. another vrealize suite product right. uh, and that'll give us the costing and upfront costing and ongoing costing for our vsphere vsphere or vmware cloud services mm-hmm. and then on top of that then we can integrate as well again with cloud health and show our public cloud costing and ongoing uh, costing for that as well, so, when you combine all of these together, right in the VRA console, you'll be able to see your your VMware costs as mm-hmm. well as the public cloud costs together uh, for a particular deployment. So. Now we're giving that visibility to our consumers, right? And then they can be good stewards of the environment or we sure. can ding them and go, hey, you know what? Did you really mean to deploy that extra large machine? Uh, and cause you're only running at maybe 10%, um, should be right-sized out a bit, save everybody some money. Uh, and then also just, you know, be a, a good steward of a public cloud costing as well because, you know, as everybody knows, none of this stuff is free. Um yeah, and right, so right. Knowing, <laughs> knowing how much it costs, is a good thing. And, and we can show that to the consumers uh, that are using VRA and, and and for each one of their deployments. So Got yeah, it. cost is important.
0: So how common is that though? I mean, how, how common are, are, is it for people to be that far off the mark to have somebody step in and say, Hey, look, you know, the, you, you're only using 10% of this. Is that a fairly common problem for people? Uh, Cause they're uh-huh. just not able to yeah. maintain it. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, to, to be honest, it's probably It probably happens more often than it doesn't Um, because, you know, again, yeah, again, I think from a deployment perspective, if, you know, if I'm a developer and I do a lot of development myself and I don't really want to mess with it. So I just I take the Mm -hmm. dial all the way to the right, you know, and (laughs) and if I'm going to take it as far right as I can (laughs) and get whatever resources I can. And so, you know, obviously. They just want to get their code out, uh, which I respect. Um, but for sure. the people that have to actually maintain the infrastructure and 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 foot the the budget and all that, you know, right. uh, optimizing that through cost and controls is, is obviously a, a good practice and and good for the the bottom line.
0: Well, I'll tell you, it's so true. Everyone wants to innovate and build. Nobody wants to maintain. And that's why we help you. Uh, Absolutely. Well, Chris, thanks a lot. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy day. Again, there are other episodes of the Ask an Expert podcast for you to check out and enjoy. And we've got a multitude of different feature focused videos as well. So if you uh, if you have any questions at all, well, pretty much every question you would have could be answered right there. So go take a look, check them out, and uh, and we'll have more Ask an Expert podcast coming your way soon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Chris. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about what vRealize Automation can do for you, visit the vRealize product website by hitting the link in the description box.